Thank you for joining us on Theology Refresh. We are talking about the doctrine of gratitude, Christian appreciation mm-hmm. and thanksgiving with author Anne Voskamp. And thank you for joining us here. It's a privilege and an honor. Thank you. Good to have you in town here in the Twin Cities for an engagement you have. And you were kind to stop by the yeah. studio here and talk with us. Humbling grace. Uh, as we talk about the doctrine of gratitude mm-hmm. and put that on the radar, or refresh that for pastors and and Christian leaders, any listening to this podcast, uh, where would you start us out in our thinking? Right now as a family, we're memorizing um, Romans 1, 8, and 12 as a family. Um, Actually, there's about 4,000 of us that are doing it online together. Um, And really, I wanted us all really to to understand Romans 1. It says um, in verse 21, for although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. When we stop giving thanks to God, we don't glorify him. We are made to give him glory. I think too often we think um, we are generally gratitude with grateful with this big brush of gratitude, but it's not specific. It's not intentional. It's not daily. And it's not an intervention for all of our frustrations, where we say that everything God gives me is a gift because he's sovereign and everything he's doing. You go to Romans 8, he's doing everything works together for good. Why? To conform us to the image of God. So everything he's giving us is, is shaping us more to be like Christ. It has to be a gift. So mm-hmm. you go back to, to Genesis 1, what it was the fall ultimately was not being grateful for what God had given, saying that God needed to give more, that what God had given, had his, his parameters were insufficient. We needed more than that. And ultimately, yes, Satan is an ingrate. And am I going to follow that? Am I going to follow that day by day in my attitudes and not take it um, for granted what my attitude is? Am I actually a person of negativity? Hmm. Am I actually a person that gets frustrated very easily? My theology may be that I'm a grateful person, but my practical theology, the way I'm actually living, may not line up with that. I think for me, writing 1,000 Gifts was about if I wrote down a 1,000 things I was grateful for and began to be intentional about that gratitude, it could move from a theology to the habit of Mm. my life, to the way my default is in my thinking. Because ultimately, we're all fallen. Our default is to be more like Satan, to always be ingrateful. Mm -hmm. So what are we going to do? To intentionally turn our hearts to say, I'm going to be grateful for everything that God gives me. That doesn't mean that what he gives me, that gift may not feel good to me. Mm -hmm. But it's not about feeling. It's about shaping me more to be like Christ. So it is good. Spending the knee and living in a posture of gratitude, surrendered to what his will is. So this is no small thing in the Christian life. We're created for this at the heart of what happened in the fall is this, as we're being redeemed. Constantly. And when you look at Jesus at the Last Supper, right before the cross, what does he do? He takes the bread and he gives thanks and breaks it. For me, that's right at the very center of the gospel is how can we say that we understand what the gospel is really like, what it's about, how it has saved us and changed us, if in our day-to-day lives we are not people marked by gratitude, Mm -hmm. overwhelming, we are saved, the redeemed people, really we need to change our language mm-hmm. <laughs> and our mm-hmm. thinking. Do we speak in ways that show I'm so I'm overwhelmed by gratitude for what Christ has done for me and what God is continuing to do in my life? Mm-hmm. So for me, this has been um, to really see. You go back and you look in the Gospels when those um, the lepers 
were healed. Hmm. Which one came back to thank Jesus? And he says, go, your faith has made you well. What made him well? He was already well before he came back to thank. But in the thanking, that so-so, when he came back to thank Jesus, in giving thanks, we really acknowledge who God is in our life. Hmm. And I think, I know in my own life, I knew these things theologically, <laughs> cerebrally, mm-hmm. but I wasn't living that out. Mm. So it's um, it's how am I going to intentionally live out what I say I believe biblically? Yes. So an obstacle is the hurried pace of our <laughs> lives that we don't stop to linger <laughs> mm-hmm. in moments of gratitude. Um, what, what what ways do you help people practically to slow down to cultivate gratitude? The whole earth is full of his glory. How aware are we of his glory around us? How how much are we attending to the common grace of God all around us and living in worship to him moment by moment? So I think um, when we are rushing all the time, really the rush is a symptom of ingratitude. I need more. I need more. As opposed to saying, I am grateful for what you've given me just in this moment, Lord. Mm. And slowing down enough to live worshipful. That is, worship isn't confined to Sunday morning. But am I worshiping him for flying in here to Minneapolis and looking out the window? looking at God's creation, the absolute miracle of this planet, and that my heart is beating and that I'm breathing. Do I give God glory for it moment by moment? Because it might not have been. We don't know how long we have Mm. on this planet to give Him glory and to be a testimony, our gratitude being a testimony in our workplaces, in our families, in our communities, that there is a God who is giving all of these things. We don't deserve it. It is all extravagant grace to slow down and not think I need more mm-hmm. but what God has given in this moment is more than sufficient mm-hmm. so gratitude amazingly profound in the Christian life at the mm-hmm. very heart and yet we're not told to obey from <laughs> gratitude but to obey from faith to live by faith what is this relationship mm-hmm. between gratitude thanksgiving and faith trust mm. Right there in Romans, we're talking about the righteous will live by faith. So how does gratitude fit into that? You look in the Old Testament over and over and over again. Their theology is a theology of thanksgiving. The Israelites recount again and again how God has been faithful to them. Psalms one or Psalms one thirty six when he talks about give thanks to the Lord, his love endures forever. He brought us out of Israel. He parted the Red Seas. He he led them into the promised land, recounting all the ways God has been faithful in the past, gives you courage for what mm. his faith, how he's going to provide in the future. It's preaching gospel back to yourself, mm-hmm. that you recount all the ways God has been faithful. This is the character of God. This is who God is. He has brought me through all of these things. He is faithful to carry me into the future. So it's it's that trust factor, that if trust is a bridge from yesterday to tomorrow, that's built with the planks of thanksgiving. I'm recounting all the ways God has been faithful. And ultimately, if I only have one memory, May it be the memory that Christ died on the cross for me. That in itself forever determines how faithful he will be to me. Mm. That cross beam of the cross, that's the plank I can walk from yesterday to tomorrow, no matter what happens, underneath are the everlasting arms. Mm. So you're giving thanks for a thousand things, but ultimately you're giving thanks for one, Christ alone, for mm. from him and through him and to him are all things. Mm-hmm. So it's it's giving thanks because you're remembering that there is a giver who yes. is who is faithful to, to carry us home to heaven and ultimately to be refined into the image of Christ. Mm-hmm. 
That's that's the place where the transaction <laughs> between gratitude and mm. faith happens. As we thank Him for who He is, what He's done, we trust Him. Trust Him. Mm. Will the believers really believe, or are we characterized by stress? Mm. Are we characterized by by really fear and not these, this tight-fistedness? We're all born with this, our hands clenched close. And mm. are we in a place of gratitude that we can open our hands to whatever He gives us and trust? It is a gift. God is supremely good. And I am always loved because no matter what he's doing, he's using all circumstances to bring glory to Christ. Mm. So what would you say to someone listening to the podcast here? They're being arrested <laughs> by this and they're thinking, oh, I don't have a place for gratitude in my life. I want to see that happen. Uh, mm-hmm. Where to from here? Yeah. I'll tell you, my default is not gratitude. I wrote a book about it because I was wrestling about it Mm -hmm. deep in my Mm -hmm. life, that it was something I believed that a Christian should be living, but but really I was characterized by stress, I was characterized by negativity, and easily frustrated. So you're going to... You can't go ahead and say, I'm just going to stop doing something. You need another habit to drive Mm, out the negative habit. So how are you going to habitually give thanks? And for me, it was really... Martin Luther says, Satan hates the use of pens. <laughs> so <laughs> Satan doesn't want you to pick up a pen and start writing down gift upon gift upon gift because that focuses you on the giver. That ultimately, there's, there is God's love behind everything and that all the gifts fade away and you're left with the giver. Mm. So, I mean, I know in, it, in this world we think, I don't have time at all to pick up a pen and start writing down things. That pen can be the key. Enter into his courts with thanksgiving, and in his presence is fullness of joy. We can't get into God's presence outside of thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That we are utterly grateful that his mercy allows us into his presence. So to intentionally say, I am going to go ahead, just jot down three things a day that you're grateful for, or take that mobile device that you have, I'm gonna take pictures of the things that I'm grateful for, Hmm. and slow down, thanks be to God after every picture. This is all grace, it might not have been, it's only from his lavish love. And once we know that he loves us, then we know that everything that comes into our lives is filtered through fingers of love. We need to slow down mm. and give him thanks for everything as a gift. Otherwise, really, what are we racing for? Mm, that's right. And thank you for joining oh, us. Thank you for Would grace. you close us in prayer oh, for our listeners? Heavenly Father, we come before you and we thank you for unfathomable grace established forever at the cross as you gave your only begotten Son, that we might live in a posture of gratitude, knowing that you are sovereign and that you are good and that you are working together all things for good to bring glory to Christ and conform us to his image. Lord, we thank you, thank you for the truth of Romans 8.32, that if you did not behold your own Son, how will you not also give us all things? We know once you've given us Christ, Lord, that you will do work together all things for your ultimate glory. We pray, Lord, that we might slow down and see your grace all around us and that we might be the people whose lives live, give thanks to the Lord. His love endures forever. Eucharistic people who proclaim Christ in our thoughts and deeds and actions, Lord. Forgive us for being ingrate. Forgive us for being too hurried to give you worship moment by moment. We thank you for the ultimate gift 
the one gift, Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen.